that our years are drawing fast to an end, and that possibly this may be our last year. Every person has one life. Every person has one life in which to roam the earth and make something of themselves in the light of God's ever-piercing eye. We know what years have passed over, but at any coming moment we may drop down and die. How long is a moment? How many moments do you, listener, have left? The commencement of a new year is only a proof that we are nearer by one long interval to the end of our journey. We are nearer by the time that is past to heaven or hell. If the last step, the step by which we pass from this life into eternity, is so awful that the very thought of it harrows up our feelings and makes our flesh creep and our blood run cold, should not every step we take in advance towards it be solemn? And should not every year which brings us nearer to death leave us more ready to die? And are you so certain, listener, that the moment you step into eternity that you'll be safe under and covered by the righteousness of Jesus Christ and His work and redemption for His elect? Are you one of those who contemplates the new year in light of the work you will do for God? And are you certain that the new year will shine forth as one which brings you that much closer to your Savior? Certainly, this is something that wise men contemplate. This is Dr. Matthew McMahon signing off. Keep checking back at a Puritan's mind. The series on election and reprobation is finished and completed. Go to www.apuritansmind.com and click on What's New. There you'll find information on this nine-part lecture series. For more on Reformed and Puritan theology that honors the Lord Jesus Christ, visit www.apuritansmind.com. This podcast, in part, was taken from an article done by James Buchanan called The New Year. To see that article in its full stent, go to www.apuritansmind.com, click on What's New, and you'll see the link for The New Year. For more on Reformed and Puritan theology, visit www.apuritansmind.com. Good night, then, until this same time next week. This Reformation audio track is a production of Stillwater's Revival Books. SWRB makes thousands of classic Reformation resources available, free and for sale, in audio, video, and printed formats. Our many free resources, as well as our complete mail-order catalog, containing thousands of classic and contemporary Puritan and Reform books, tapes, and videos at great discounts, is on the web at www.swrb.com. We can also be reached by email at swrb at swrb.com, by phone at 780-450-3730, by fax at 780-468-1096, or by mail at 4710-37A Avenue, Edmonton, that's E-D-M-O-N-T-O-N, Alberta, abbreviated capital A, capital B, Canada, 
T6L3T5. You may also request a free printed catalog. And remember that John Calvin, in defending the Reformation's regulative principle of worship, or what is sometimes called the scriptural law of worship, commenting on the words of God, which I commanded them not, neither came into my heart, from his commentary on Jeremiah 7.31, writes, God here cuts off from men every occasion for making evasions, since he condemns by this one phrase, I have not commanded them, whatever the Jews devised. There is then no other argument needed to condemn superstitions than that they are not commanded by God. For when men allow themselves to worship God according to their own fancies, and attend not to his commands, they pervert true religion. And if this principle is adopted by the papists, all those fictitious modes of worship in which they absurdly exercise themselves would fall to the ground. It is indeed a horrible thing for the papists to seek to discharge their duties towards God by performing their own superstitions. There is an immense number of them, as it is well known, and as it manifestly appears. Were they to admit this principle, that we cannot rightly worship God except by obeying his word, they would be delivered from their deep abyss of error. The prophet's words, then, are very important when he says that God had commanded no such thing and that it never came to his mind, as though he had said that men assume too much wisdom when they devise what he never required, nay, what he never knew.